everyone is an expert and something I know little about. Okay, now again, I don't agree with that quote per se in general, but in the context of meeting people in the world and genuinely being interested in it, that quote helps you embody that 100%, 100%, okay? So you have genuine interest, the operant conditioning, extinguishing the behavior, meet people and their model of the world, right? Real versus technical rapport. Everyone is my superior in some ways. Everyone is an expert and something uh, I know little about, okay? Man, there, there's so much I have written down, dude. It's insane, but I think that's the most concise and simple way to, uh, to give it to you guys. Let's go back, okay? So just in summary again for the recording, for the people listening, I'm just gonna rifle this stuff off real quick and then we'll go to the last one, guys. Might, maybe, with a bit of luck, I hope, perhaps, if I can, if it's possible, if possible, hopefully, I'd like to, I'll try. It'd be nice to be able to. Am I avoiding making a commitment? Those are cop-out words and phrases. Um, let's see, the soft eyes, the peripheral versus phobial vision, right? And the balance of that. Okay. Um, Oh, here's another one I want to teach you guys real quick before we get into the game for goal setting is, okay, you, you've learned the system, right? And this is something I kind of, I don't know if I got this from NLP or if I just kind of deduced it my, on my own. We've learned the models, right? Audio, kinesthetic, um, visual, and all that stuff, right? Now, what I noticed that people do with that is, although that is very effective information, what a lot of people do incorrectly is you start putting your clients or people into boxes, right? And then what you start doing is you start assuming shit automatically, okay? Which can be a mistake in the long run. You wanna have some sort of guideline, sure, but you wanna be absolutely certain you're also just not shoving people into boxes, okay? So let's say uh, someone's visual, audio, kinesthetic, driver, personality types, whatever we do, right, where we put people in a box. The moment you think, you're like, okay, this person's a driver, no emotion, they just talk fast, they're, they're about business. Now, if you now, throw everything else out the window in regards to your awareness and you just suddenly accept everything that has to do with the driver, you're not going to be as effective. You put them in the box, sure, and you have something right. But you have to remember, and this is what I wrote down, no one is, in quotes, no one is. We all use all of our systems, and this could be it, right? Audio, visual, kinesthetic. We all use all of our systems. We just favor one or two or one whatever you want to say. No one is, we just favor, because we all use all of our systems all the time, okay? So as much as you want to use this information, it's just a side note, you want to be absolutely certain that you're not just shoving people into boxes because it could limit your effectiveness in the long run, okay? And then when you're talking to people, you want to be flexible with your senses. Even if you've labeled, let's say I've labeled Bob, who I'm talking to as a visual, right? I really need to listen to what he's saying and then help him and guide him with the communication, okay? Because when you're flexible, it allows you to have access to more words. So if someone says to me, oh, I can't imagine it, or I can't imagine that, or they say, you know, I, I'm not getting, I can't get a handle on this, right? I can't get a handle on this, I'm thinking kinesthetic. You can't, right? So in that moment, even if they were visual, and everything was visual, if they said in out of nowhere, I can't get a handle on this, I know I need to go kinesthetic. Maybe I need to show them Maybe I need to show them and say, hey, because he said I can't get a handle and maybe I need to show him a model or something physical for him to touch him, you know? Maybe I need to do that. Maybe I need to demonstrate to him something, right? I can't imagine it. Okay, he's accessing his mind. How can I help him create the image? Let's go there. 
with what I'm going to say next and what question I'm going to post it in, right? Or someone says it, it doesn't add up, same thing. It's not adding up. Okay, let me show you the numbers. Boom, boom, boom. When you become more flexible, it's easier to handle this versus, again, if you're just stuck in visual and he says, I can't get a handle on that, and then you only give him a visual answer or guide instead of in that moment, in that moment going to kinesthetic, you're not going to be as effective. You guys are following me. Okay. Now, if you guys are listening to this and it's like your first time and you're not sure about audio, kinesthetic, visual, then you want to definitely catch up on some of the older lectures so you get more familiarized with this personality types um, and sensory language, right? Okay, um, this is this last thing I want to cover with you guys real quick, and there's one more. We'll see where I'm at with time before I open it up to questions. Um, it's called the three things game, and this is what allows you to, it's just a fun game, but in the end, it's tied to goal setting, and it helps a lot, okay? Now, one thing I wrote here that I want to give you guys is when you plan, okay? I forget where I learned this, but when you plan, if you want to make small changes in your life or, or plans that are small, start in the present time and then build it forward if you want to make small changes, okay? If you want to make big changes, you, you, you future project to the future and then you work your way back, okay? That's how you want to start doing this. So whatever small changes, I want to lose five pounds. I want to start waking up on time. I want to be more organized in my life. Small stuff, you start in the present and then you build up. Anything big, you go to the future. Okay, next year, two years, five years, and then you build it back and you connect the dots backwards. That's the proper models you want to follow when it comes to doing stuff. Small, now, forward, big, forward, here, okay? Because the way, I don't know if I learned this in NLP or not, but it, it, it simplified things in my mind. They said, you know, the only real reality is our physical reality now, we can say, if we're going to simplify this, okay? The past is just a memory because whatever happened in the past, we don't remember it exactly. We just have a memory of what we think happened. Then we have present now, and then when the future, we don't know. So it's simply our imagination and what we put out into the future that could be its possibilities. Okay, so that's kind of the model that they gave. That's kind of the model that they gave in order to simplify this process, right? Is that information the end all be all? I don't know, probably not. But in the context of planning and goal setting, it makes sense. Okay, cool. So now when you go to this game, I wrote it down. It's called the, the three things game. Okay, now you guys don't have to do it right now. Right? It, might, it might take a little bit longer and I would rather keep lecturing and then you guys can do this on your own time, but just write this down. And if you have to go back through the lecture and listen again, you can. So the first thing is, again, it's called the three things game. The first thing is you wanna write down, and this could be at any time in your life, three enjoyable moments from your life. You wanna, you don't have to write them down, but remember them, right? Three enjoyable moments. Maybe you can leave like a little one or two word notes when you do this exercise to remind you of the moment. Three enjoyable moments that happened in your life. Then the next one is three, we can say like embarrassing moments that you can look back on and kind of laugh, right? Or maybe at the time you thought was really embarrassing, okay? The next one is look back and find three things you would do differently from your past and then describe how.
The next one is three things that in that moment back then you thought would be hard and they ended up being easy. Then this one, the second to last one is three successes that you've had. It could be big or small. And the last one is now, once you get through that list, you do this all, all at once, then three things you're looking forward to in the next 12 months, in the next year. So by doing all of them, before that last one, it's already going to have your mind in the right place and it's going to be easier for you to transition now into what you're looking forward to, right? And I've, I've done that, by the way, because I picked this up from my notebook from like four years ago. And these are just little, little things that I highlighted back in the day that are really good. How often would you do this? Um, I would do it at least a couple times a year, man. I'd recommend you guys do this at least, at least three times a year, maybe once a quarter, something like that, because things change, you know, we evolve, you know, and even before I bought my Lambo two years ago, uh, leading up to it, I kept checking with myself, not about the decision of buying it, but it was like, do I still really want it? Because I'm already in a position now where I can get it financially, it's not a problem, but do I still, really want it because this is a big commitment you know and then everything in me just kept saying yes 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 when i would do this exercise i was looking forward to it so I was like, i'm getting it right um but this is a good structure especially for some of you who find yourselves at times a little bit stuck right it's difficult for you to write stuff down maybe you don't feel inspired maybe it's tough for you to dig up the goals that you want when you go through this exercise and then you get to the end it makes it a lot easier for you, to, for you to already have your mind in the right place to write stuff down and, and think of it because your mind's already gone there. If you notice, there's a balance of, you know, enjoyable moments, embarrassing moments, stuff that you're going to laugh at, things that, you know, and the big one that, that I really like is the three things you thought would be hard and ended up being easy because that reminds you, fuck, you know, those three things that I thought were going to be difficult were actually fucking easy, right? Like one of those for me was my first listing appointment. I thought it was going to be hard as shit and I get there. And I literally just rifle off the script and the lady's like, yeah, yeah, okay. She complained a little bit about the price, didn't say shit about the commission, and then she signed. I was like, fuck, that was easy. I thought I was in my car sweating bullets like, fuck, man, this shit's about to be hard. But I've drilled, I'm ready, I go in, I'm in and out in like 20 minutes. I'm like, shit, that was easy as hell. You know, like I was surprised. But that's a great, that's a great game if you guys want to play that. Uh, you guys could even do this together. Like you could jump on a, a Google, a Google um, Hangout right? And do this with each other and share with each other. Or, you know, if you're married or you have a spouse or you have kids, do this with your kids. This is really good because it'll get their mind in the right place. Um, let's, let's see. Is there anything else I missed here? The big one for me though, is what I told you guys in the beginning, right? The cop out language. You definitely want to get rid of that shit. Um, I even asked the people around me and I say, look, you know, moving forward, is it cool if whenever you say some shit like this, I call it out? And some people, it's like every 10 minutes, I'm calling it out, boom, boom, because they keep saying it. They keep saying it, right? All right, uh, what I'll do now is, if you guys need me to repeat, reiterate anything, ask me. 
any specific questions about any of the points, anything you want me to repeat. Um, that way I can make sure everybody understood this. Um, whatever you guys need, any questions could be unrelated if you'd like. Uh, the vision types, I think you got them, Jared, if you need them, ask me again. Oh yeah, can you please discuss more details about the monitor system live event? Well, Vic, uh, this is the second one, and uh, the, from the third one on, it's gonna be different, but this one, again, is gonna be in the same location. It's gonna be here in Pomona at the university. Uh, it's gonna be one day again, just five or six hours. I have seven or eight speakers coming, so make sure you're here on time, and it's gonna be a speaker every 30 minutes. We'll probably do one break after about two hours. Uh, I'm going to speak a little bit this time. I know I didn't speak last time, but I'll, I'll give a little bit more this time. I have uh, some people coming from out of town that are speakers. I have some big entrepreneurs coming to speak. Uh, I mean, I just have people from different walks of life and different levels of success. Two of the guys speaking are like multi, multi-millionaires. Like they make a shitload of money, right? Uh, and then I have other people who are in real estate. My buddy's coming from Utah to speak. Um, I just have so many different people. You guys are really going to enjoy it. Then at the end, I leave about 30 minutes for you guys to chat, hang out, exchange information if you want. I'm probably going to have my video guy there again, Anthony, doing testimonials and just getting video of the event. It's going to be really good. And you guys are good for a plus one. If you guys want to bring somebody, someone you're recruiting into the program, your business partner, your friend, your girl, whatever, bring them. Uh, yes. Give me a second, Jared. Hi, Jared. You're muted, bro. Hey, Brian. What's up, man? What's going on, dude? I really like what you said about the cashiers and basically just giving them a pattern interrupt. I sometimes face this as a financial advisor. I'll ask, I'll talk to people, but they only respond to me by email. And that's when I get the rejection. So what is a really good pattern interrupt that you've used where you get kind of get that generic rejection instead of saying, okay, well, if you have any questions, just let me know. Like I'm, I, what have you done to kind of overcome that? Okay, so uh, you're, you're talking through email. How was that initiated again? Um, I get their number and I get their email. Um, mm -hmm. I try to call them. I always try to call or meet them face-to-face. -face. Email is like a last resort. Yeah. And then I'll recap our interaction over email and then end with a call to action. And then sometimes it just gets rejected with the generic, oh, I'm not interested, I'm taken care of kind of deal. Okay. Okay. That's going to be difficult, bro, because whenever you do stuff over email, it's easy to reject. Um, you know, it happens to us, too. Um, and w are you saying are these people you typically meet all over the place to like networking events or are you actively prospecting for them or how are you meeting these people? Yeah, it's typically face to face, belly to belly networking events sometimes. Um, yeah, mainly events is where I get a lot of my, my lead generation. Mm -hmm. And you're right. It definitely is harder to without context and without tone to do it over email that's why it's a last resort absolutely man um i don't know dude i mean if you're meeting them at events and stuff if possible you know in these interactions are you ever digging deeper or finding people at the spot when you meet them that are like really really prime clients for you like right away or are you just kind of getting their information and then you know following up and seeing if there's anything well i do come from a place of abundance not scarcity so i i'm okay with disqualifying people yeah. But I just figured before I do it, um, yeah, if I'm talking to them, I'll try to qualify them a little bit in the moment before mm -hmm. I get their information and see how motivated they are. And then I'll rank them, prioritize them. Yeah. This guy that it happened to today, he was definitely lower on the list. But yeah. I just didn't know if you had a 
general way that you approach certain people, which. Great question. So uh, I want to find out a little, a little bit more. When you, when you sell somebody, is it just like a one phone call? You go over the stuff, they sign up. What, what does that look like? So I predominantly sell life insurance. My, my mission when I prospect is to set an appointment. Right. And then when I get the appointment, I determine at that face-to-face -face meeting how many more appointments I need to have with them before I create a plan for them. Sometimes it's a one appointment sell. Sometimes it's three or four, depending on how deep they go. Um, this guy was definitely a more simple situation from what he told me up front. Um, but I always look at myself and go, okay, I definitely could have done this better. Right. You know, one thing I'm thinking of, and I, I don't know how this could apply in your industry, but is there something that like you could put in your email um, or something you could because you're getting their number in their email, so probably we have to do it by email. Is there any way you can email them? And I'm, I'm just trying to think right now because there's something that we did too, and I'm forgetting right now. Uh, is there any way you can email them and either do? Um, I'm just trying to think, like running scenarios, uh, like because like what I see in my mind is typically I'm assuming a lot of people will either switch from a different carrier to you or buy because of a certain, maybe there's top three or four situations that they're gonna to go to you or require your services, right? Right. Okay, now in your email sequence, whether it's a follow-up or a generic one, do you have specific maybe videos or anything addressing those particular things? I don't have videos, but because my email is monitored, I can technically send whatever I want because I'm heavily regulated. Um, but there are definitely situations where if somebody goes out just to go to buy the cheapest term insurance, but they find out um, they're not going to get their, their payout quicker than they would with somebody like me, they're, they're paying more of a premium, but you're getting higher quality. Um, that would kind of be a scenario that I could play to them. It's like, Hey, are you getting what you pay for? Or are you just looking to get the cheapest option? Yeah. Yeah. I would try that because the, the more, I guess you can say specific, you can be with the email, maybe not where you have to micromanage each person, but if you can set something up like that, that you know, when you throw it out there, it, it could possibly hit one of those things for a lot of people. And the fact that it's a video, they're probably gonna click on it or the likelihood of them clicking on it is gonna be higher than them just reading. I would try that because I think that's gonna be better for casting out a bigger net and seeing, seeing if you can catch anybody or at least pique their interest enough to get them on the phone so then you can sell, you know what I mean? Yeah, and there's gotta be a, of course there's gonna be a way that I can look at my resources and say, without crapping on the rest of the industry and my competition, um, hey, in order to avoid this possible scenario, I don't know if this applies to you, take a minute to watch this and let me know what you think kind of deal. Yeah, something like that. Because you're not losing value by doing that. You're putting out stuff that's valuable to other people. You know what I mean? It's the people that email saying, hey, you want to buy? Hey, you want to buy? And they don't offer anything. So if you can do that, dude, I think it'll up your chances because, again, when you do email, it's, it's difficult, bro, to do it just through email, you know, to get a response. And that's something we've been playing around with a lot too on the real estate side because a lot of times people don't even click on the email. So we're like, how can we get them to click? How can we get them to actually read or watch the video? So it's a whole different fucking process, you know? And if you were on the receiving end of that, whether it's stuff that you and your team send or something that I could find, you would see that as a pattern interrupt. You'd be like, oh, this guy didn't just give up and say, hope all is well, have a good day, you know? Absolutely, yeah, 100%. Because I, that's the first thing we took out is all that hope all is well stuff. And we just got right to the, the business and we put videos in or something that was different because we know people in my industry just send recipe cards and a bunch of bullshit, you know? <laughs> cool, man. Thank you. All right, bro.
let's see. What other books resources would you recommend regarding pickup besides the mystery method? Um, th that's a good start for now, dude. Um, th that's more than enough than you need in that category. Um, what resource do you use to attain your NLP? I use Transform Destiny. That's the name of the company. I did my NLP and hypnotherapy stuff with them. What kind of shirt is that, DC? I have no idea. Glory, I think. Glory, no, sorry, gold. I don't know, I need to look. I have no idea. Everybody thinks it's a Versace shirt though, but it's not. Yeah, it's cool. I've had it for a long time. Probably need to buy a new one. Uh, let's see. What else you guys got? Any other questions? Any other questions, concerns? Will the event be live streamed? Um, I don't think we'll live stream it, Misael. I think we're, what we're gonna do is I'll record it and then I'll post it in the group for the people that miss it. Um, I would like for everybody that can to come out though. You know, I think we're gonna have a lot of people. We had 100 and it was short notice last time. So I think this time we're gonna have at least twice as many people. We should have a ton. Uh, the event, the Modern Success event is free. You just, You guys just have to come. It's part of a, your bonuses membership. You just have to pay for your cost to get your ass over here. That's it. Yeah, I think Greg, if you guys want to check the Facebook group, Greg posted like a little thing giving all the event details. There's a new 30 day door knocking course going to be saved for when it is ordered so we can review for it. Um, here, let me, let me unmute you, Darius. What do you mean by that? The one that you're, you're putting up, uh, because it's like every day we're gonna we're gonna like you're gonna teach us something, right? And then yeah, it's gonna be. I think what I'm gonna do is Monday through Friday, I'm gonna have at least one video and one teaching for you guys every day, and then once a week we're gonna jump on a call, me and everybody on the challenge. Uh, but it is gonna be a private Facebook group, you know, it is gonna have its own thing, and then everything will be saved in there so that people can always go back and, and review it. Thank you. So what else is up, guys? Anybody have any wins or stories to share? For eye contact, there's a certain time to break eye contact. If there's how should you process look like? Pretty simple, Jose. Uh, the simplest way that I kind of learned is 80-20. 80% of the time, I'm going to be looking at them in the eyes, and 20% I'm not. Right? And if you ever feel uncomfortable, like you're staring at them too much, then look into, like what I do is like if I'm looking at somebody in the eyes, I'll look at both eyes. I'll look at one of their eyes. And then I'll look at the other one. So from their perspective, it doesn't look like I'm just staring them down because it looks like your eyesight's shifting a little bit, but you're still looking at them. You're just looking at one eye, right? So even me looking at myself on the screen, I notice looking at myself, when I look at one eye, it looks like my eyes are off a little bit. But when I look at myself, when I look at both eyes are in the middle, it seems like my eyes are locked on me. But there's no like perfect way to do it. That was just kind of the way that I was taught that seems to work. I already discussed this before, but can you go into visualization practices? Yeah, man, I have, uh, man, I think there's a, I don't know if there's a lecture on it, but I know there's a daily video somewhere in the Facebook group going over it. But uh, when it comes to visualization exercises, especially when you guys, I mean, it really depends what you're doing. Ronnie, is this for goal setting? Is this for, like, what is it for? 
state exam is Wednesday. Sweet, just finished my first year. Dang, quadrupled your income. Damn, killing it, bro. Shit. Apparently, the emails are doing better than you're making it sound. Dope, man. Sweet. That's what I like hearing. 4x income. Shit. What do you say if you do notice someone glaring at you in a pub public place you haven't met before? Uh, depends, man. If, if it's somebody glaring at me and they have a posse of five people behind them, I'm probably not going to say anything, right? Uh, if it's just one person um, and I'm in an environment where um, I, I don't want to cause a scene, maybe I'll just wave at them as if like they knew me, you know, how I like that. Um, or, you know, if it's making you uncomfortable and you're in a place where um, you don't want somebody staring at you, then, then maybe wave them over and be like, what's up? That's one response I do all the time to test where somebody's at, Albert, because I deal with that all the time, right? People will stare at me, sometimes because they know me, but a lot of times people stare and they don't realize that the face that they're giving you when they stare at you is like evil or like it's mean. So I'll look at them, I'm like, what's up? And I'll kind of smile, but I'll look at them just to gauge where they're at. And very quickly you'll notice if they're aggressive or if they're like, oh, oh, hey, I recognize you, or oh, you know, like it'll, they'll give their real intention when you engage. And just saying, hey, what's up, and smiling is very, like, innocent to most people. But that gives me an excuse to say, what's up? And then I'd look at them, and they'll, they'll tell you very quickly. They'll either keep staring at you if they want a problem, maybe. But most people will be like, oh, and they'll say whatever they're going to say. Oh, I thought I recognized you. Oh, you remind me of my brother. Oh, my sister, I think she knows you. They'll say something, right? Writing my last real estate exam in about a week. Sure. Goals, accomplishments, mastering certain emotions. Cool. All right, Ronnie, this is what you do. Okay. Whenever, when it comes to goals, let's say you want to get, for the simplicity of this, let's say you want to buy a Ferrari, bro, right? What do most schools of thought tell you? You imagine yourself, you know, you, you do your visualization, you imagine yourself in the Ferrari, you smell it, you feel it, you're driving, right? Which is cool. But in that visualization, you're already in the Ferrari. So you're telling your mind you already have it. Ain't wrong. You want to take an objective perspective. You want to see yourself driving in the Lamborghini while you're sitting and witnessing it and saying, damn, that's what I need to get to. That's the proper way to visualize a goal. Objective perspective. Because when you're already in it, you're telling your mind, I already have it. I don't need it. It's already in the garage when it's not. Because remember, your mind doesn't know the difference between imagination and reality. Okay? Now, you maybe forgot this, but I gave this, I think, on a daily video on the Facebook group months ago, but maybe you guys just haven't watched it in a while. So I recommend, I'm like, we have the videos on the website and I'm at video 200 and something in the Facebook group. So you guys have a lot to, to revisit. But I forget what video that was, Ronnie, but that's the best way to visualize a goal and an accomplishment that you want. Objective of you witnessing yourself doing it. That's the way you do it. Then you activate your mind the right way. And your goals and the things that you visualize have to be specific. You cannot say, ladies and gentlemen, I want more money. Because then if you're walking on the street and you pick up a penny, well, that's more money. Now you just satisfied your goal. You need to say, I make 250,000 a year, 500, it needs to be specific, right? If you know how to utilize your mind properly, you'll get whatever you want. If you incorrectly use it, you're not gonna get it. Like a third person view, yes, Nolan, correct. Subjective experience means I'm looking through my eyes and I'm here. Objective means 
I'm viewing myself from the outside. So yes, third person view. It's almost like you're sitting in a movie theater and you're witnessing yourself on the screen driving the Ferrari. Whoa, it's cool, you know? Yes, but that's the simple way. But whenever you hear these terms, perspective, you're gonna hear subjective and objective. Subjective is you here. Objective means from the outside. I'll imagine myself in the passenger seat looking at myself driving. Cool, yeah, there we go. There we go. Did I miss anything? No, I didn't. Oh, here's, here's a line that you can use because a lot of people, you know how we were talking about the past, the present, the future and all that. Some people uh, who have maybe some things in the past that they have a difficult time dealing with or being able to get the proper perspective on. Um, I got this from NLP. It says, everything from the past can be a resource. Everything from the past can be a resource. It's a great way to reframe the past. So even if you went through some hard shit, like me going through two fucking, I can say and, and bitch about it, right? Oh, my ankle and the surgeries and broken bones and tendons and shit. Well, shit, if that would have never happened, I would have never been doing this and wouldn't have gotten into real estate. So fuck, it was a resource for me to better myself. So I don't look at that now saying fuck and ruin my life. Like most people do, most athletes who have bad injuries at 20, 25, 30, you talk to them when they're 70 and they're like, fuck, man, if 40 years ago I would have never gotten hurt, I would have been in the NBA. It's like, dude, that was fucking 40 years ago. Grow up. What are you still fucking 25? Like uh, that movie, what was that movie, Napoleon Dynamite? The uncle, the guy that would throw the football, right? He's living in the 80s. He's like, oh man, if they would have put me in, we would have won state, right? Like, we laugh at that, but that's how most people are. That's an example of letting your past ruin you. So when you live in that perspective, you're still living in that year, that time, that day, that moment. You're not here, you're back there. So of course, that person, 1980, whatever, is not gonna be able to do what this person wants to do here. <laughs> Bitch, I can throw a football over the mountains. Yeah, that guy, oh, man, I, I've watched that movie so many times, it's fucking hilarious. New office space is incredible, bro. Different environment, different vibes, it's just amazing. I can't wait to finally have all the art pieces I want and everything, it's gonna be great. You have a video on breaking down uh, long-term goals. I believe I do, Eric. If you look in the old lectures in the vault, you'll, you'll find something for sure. Uh, if you don't, let me know and I'll, and I'll do one. Living in a van, yeah. <laughs> That's funny, dude. That's too funny. What else you guys got? A couple more minutes. Oh yeah, the stories behind the tattoo, sure. Um, let's see, so I got uh, three, the three, well, three of the Olympian gods, right? I got Zeus, Ares, and Hades. Uh, Ares is obviously the one that personally I always enjoyed the most, but I just got those three because uh, when I look at everything in Greek mythology, those three stand out the most to me personally, right? And then that's Mount Olympus in the distance. Um, on the inside, you guys can't really see. I got the infin infinity symbol recently, right? This is Tope, the Egyptian god of wisdom, and these seven symbols that I put around it are the seven laws of alchemy, right? 
This is a Spartan, and I have three severed heads on spears representing people or goals that I've accomplished, right? Uh, what else do I have on this hand? Do I have anything? Abracadabra, I got right here. I create as I speak. Once you guys study more about L. Ron Hubbard and Scientology, I got the ARC triangle right here, affinity, reality, communication, right? So this one is Egyptian inspired. I got the scarab here, I got Anubis, I got Horus, I got the Eye of Ra, honor, respect. And then I got the pyramids here. And on the inside I have Hercules right here, fighting the Nemean Lion, the first of his 12 labors. And then I have my initials BC and recently I got I am, the two most powerful words, I am, right? So uh, it goes together with BC, but that's not what I intended to do. I just wanted them separate, right? And here I have no retreat, no surrender on my chest, which is Spartan code. Um, and what else am I getting? A ton of shit. I'm thinking of getting uh, right here. I'm probably gonna do like a half sleeve uh, with like a samurai inspired type thing here. Um, and I'm working on a few more ideas. The Black Panther is always, the animal, the Black Panther has always been um, a symbol of mine that I liked. Even in my old office, I have the artwork, right? I'm probably gonna get that somewhere on my chest. Um, so I, I have a lot of ideas. Give, give it six, seven months, I'm probably gonna be covered. Uh, this is the most notes I've taken in a while, dope, yeah. Well, this one was a lot more like technical, dude, so I gave a lot of like quotes and lines. New to the group, where do I start in the members area? Well, Veneniste, uh, it depends what you want to do. If you want 100% like sales, communication, persuasion, then go to the close the deal vault. Uh, and then you have access, especially in the Facebook group, to all the daily videos. That's more small technical stuff. That's more mindset. Um, that's kind of like what I used to call the winner's circle, which is more just little daily reminders and coaching tips and stuff. You have the money management system, which you want to go through, which is the first thing you go through on the member's website. You want to make sure you have that down. And then the regular modern success vault is going to be a mix of everything, right? Real estate stuff, my systems, more sales, communication, mindset. We go into NLP. Um, so it just depends on what you need first. Is it normal to think you're pretending at times when you're trying to get in a positive mindset through meditation, breath work, NLP techniques? Go check it out, good. Um, let me reframe that for you, Gio. When we're, okay. That way um, you fix this, okay? Glad you brought that up. A lot of people think when, when I'm accessing something, I'm pretending, right? So he's going from, we can say maybe a neutral or Let's see, we'll say negative to positive, right? Negative to positive. Well, all that is is an energy, dude, right? When you have a negative energy, you're more closed off. When you have a positive energy, you're more energetic, you're moving. So if you think about it from an energy perspective, the word pretend doesn't fit in there, Geo. You're merely accessing that frequency or that energy, okay? Now I can manipulate my body to create energy and go from negative to positive. How do we know that? Well, physiology. I know if I'm sad, typically, you know, I'm probably looking down, I'm slouched over, um, maybe I'm speaking really slow, I'm sighing. But when I'm positive, right, I have better posture, I'm smiling, I have better eye contact, more energy, I'm speaking faster. 
my, my breaths are probably a little bit more frequent. So I start figuring out how to crack that code energetically to access positivity. So again, it's merely a technique. It's not I'm pretending. You get what I'm saying, Gio? It's I'm just accessing it. Right? Now, when you do meditation, breathwork, and NLP techniques, you're using techniques to access that emotion or that state of mind. You're not pretending. Pretending would be I, I would put a suit on and pretend to be a fucking cop. That's pretending. When you access an emotion or a state of mind, it's just you have different choices. You're not pretending. You're just using the technique to get to where you want to go. Does that make sense to you? Just to flip your mind. So you're not thinking you're pretending. You're just like, okay, I'm doing this. This is a technique. When I log into the members area, it still takes me to the old one. That's weird. Um, Got to link you up with Greg then, Ronnie. You got to email Greg and get that fixed. If anyone else is having that issue, then let me know. So if it's more than, okay, a couple people, okay, I'll let him know. I talk to him tomorrow so I can let him know. Yeah, whoever's having that issue, um, oh, might be using the old link. Is that, is that part of it? I'm not techie at all, guys, so I'll have to link you up with Greg. Use the new link. Can you guys post the new link here so they have it, please? There's two. I sometimes log into the old one. Okay, cool. There we go. My Kajabi, there we go. That's the new platform that he's using. Cool. All right. Any other questions, ladies and gentlemen, or are we good? Have we done any videos on masculine and feminine energy? Uh, not yet. I've referenced it a little bit, but I haven't done videos specifically. Maybe we can talk about that um, on a lecture. Sure. Good idea. Right. Hope you guys don't have any other questions, and I guess we'll end it. Um, luckily, I, I remembered to record this one. Uh, we should have it in the vault in the next day. But if you guys have any other questions, post it in the group. Um, remember, Greg posted in the group a breakdown of the event. It's August 10th. You guys are free to bring a plus one with you. Uh, done a tarot reading. Yes, I have. I've done several. Uh, let's see what else do I have as announcements. The door knocking challenge. Uh, I'm releasing that pretty soon. So if any of you were interested in that, uh, make sure you guys get preference. Obviously, I'm going to give preference to at least a good chunk of you guys here before I release it to everybody else. Um, but yeah, you know, if you guys see anything else, just just holler at me. All right, post something in the group. All right, peace. <laughs>